didn't study grace. Power. And we've been doing this for some time. This is the last chapter that I'm going to go over. And I don't, I don't think it will take me too long because my chapter is called A Heart Belief in Mouth Confession. We've, through this whole book, we've, we've gone back and forth with the law and grace. And as, as Carol taught, you can't mix the two. And it's, it's very obvious <clears throat> first, if we are under the law tonight, we lived under the law, all of you would have brought your full time. Every penny, 10% of everything you got, even down to the spices and everything, you better have brought that tonight or you, you're not, you broke the law. <laughs> Paul, in the first part of his life, lived under the law. And he, and he talks about that a little bit in Philippians. And you don't have to turn there. I just want to read this. Because he's talking to these people who are arguing about, well, I'm, I'm a very good Jew. I, I've, I've lived under the law. I've done, I've done all that I'm supposed to do. Paul says, if any of you think that he has a reason to put confidence in the flesh, that's a very good word for law. You put confidence in your flesh. I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law of Pharisee. As for zeal, persecuting the church, as for legalistic righteousness, he says, you think you follow the law? I follow the law. And we all know there was only one that fulfilled the law. But Paul said, I did really well following the law. But when he found Jesus, all those things that were the part of the law that he had, he counted them as dumb and dumb. They were worthless. He said the law is worthless. It was perfect. There was nothing wrong with it. But as compared to being in Christ, it was worthless. Because there was only one way to be in Christ. And that's what my final chapter is tonight. Okay. Heart belief and mouth confession. Salvation isn't based on you being holy. Because I tell you right now, you can't be holy. <laughs> and we're not going to have confession. <laughs> not even just from today. But it is based on your belief and your confession of your mouth. I... A lot of what I, I was going to say has really changed because of what happened in Charleston. As I watched it unfold. Mm -hmm. I watched news commentators say, I can't believe these people 
watch them. What? The world watches us yes. as Christians. Yes. Yes. And which is too bad. Most of us don't show any kind of fruit. Get food up in our grapes. Our grapes have turned to raisins. <laughs> But you see those people in South Carolina? You see fruit. And fruit will give birth to fruit. There you go. And you will see fruit coming out of that, as Carol said. They'll, and Terry talked about it a little. You will see fruit out of this, this evil that happened. Yeah. Because it is evil. Yeah. You know, you, you can you can make any social argument you want. It, it's the gun's fault. It's the white guy's fault. It's the black people's fault. It's the state's fault. It's the United States' fault. It's because, you know, global warming. You know, it's, it, it could have been it. No. It's evil. It's right. And people don't know what to do with evil. Because you can't control it. You're laid bare. You're, la you're laid open. To, they were laid open to evil. It wasn't evil. But they will bear fruit because they're lies. So you you want to you want to when it comes down to it, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, and you will be saved. And when you are saved, you will bear fruit. If you're not bearing fruit, you need to talk to somebody. It's not worth anybody in this room. Oh, well, yes, it is somebody in this room. <laughs> See, for people, some people think, well, if if you live in grace, you don't have to do anything. You you you're just going to float through the world. And everything's just going to be wonderful, and everything's going to just be fine. No, you're you're going to have hardship. You're going to experience evil. But when oh, when a seed dies, it brings forth. When these people die. It will bring forth multiple times. Versus a, a kernel of corn. You know? I told you I didn't know what I was going to say. But I, I, want, you, I want you to understand. That you have to believe in your heart. You have, you have to come to terms with that. You, can, you can't wishy-washy flop it back and forth. Because you need to, as Watchman Nino's said, you need to know and rank it. You, okay, I know that Jesus is Lord and by his love, he saved me. So I reckon I'm saved. Yes. <laughs> I'm there. And because I'm saved, I am going to bear fruit. Yes. Yes. It's not. It's not works. 
not a million years of folks. But it's something whatever the Lord calls you to do. It will bear fruit. Yes. And the world will look at you and go, okay. why, why do you believe that way? What What's different about these guys? And if somebody hasn't come up and said, what's different about you? Why? You always seem happy. You always seem at peace. Like what, what, why didn't you get mad when they did that to you? When your boss said that to you? doesn't have power over me. Oh. You know, there's, there's nothing that has power over me unless I give it power. That's right. That's right. And if you want to give it power, you can give it power. <clears throat> but if, if you don't give it the power, it can't, it can't touch you. And so this, this whole chapter is, is, is very simple. Believe in your heart. Confess with your mouth, and you will be saved. That's how he ends this whole book. Seventeen chapters. He comes down to the very basic thing. Believe in your heart. Confess with your mouth, and you will be saved. And you will. And you will bear fruit. There will be.